0: Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit! Today's special guest, from Black Black, Craft Cult Wrestling, Wrestling. Bobby Bobby Shubensky! And now, here's your host, Rob Paspani! Two shows in two weeks, not bad after taking the summer off, it's Rob. Thank you, as always, for listening to Squared Circle Pit. this is your first time listening to the show, welcome To the intersection of heavy metal and pro wrestling We've had a bunch of episodes in the past, a lot of cool stuff we talked to metal dudes about wrestling, wrestling dudes about metal Some of the wrestlers I've interviewed in past episodes That you can check out at metalinjection.net Squirt Circle Pit or on iTunes and Spotify Our interviews about metal with Kenny Omega, Bubba Ray Dudley, uh, Frankie Kazarian and Eric Bischoff, lots of fun behind-the-scenes stuff about music in WCW with Eric Bischoff in that one. And on the metal side, I've talked to a lot of cool metal people about pro wrestling, like Slipknot's Corey Taylor, Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse. I've talked to Maynard from Tool. All of them talk about their love of wrestling. Check out all of those archives. But today, I have somebody who is, has his has his feet in both the metal and... The Wrestling World. He runs the clothing line Black Craft Cult. And they are doing their first wrestling show, Black Craft Cult Wrestling, this Friday, August 24th in Pittsburgh. And we're going to be streaming the pre-show. It's going to be streaming at BlackCraftCultWrestling.com. You can order the pay-per-view. We're going to be streaming the free pre-show on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Metal Injection. I'll be sure to sh- share it on the Squared Circle Pit uh, Facebook page as well. And I'm going to talk to Bobby about creating a wrestling league, uh, how he got into pro wrestling and metal. And uh, after the interview, stick around and I will talk about my opinion on this past weekend of pro wrestling with SummerSlam, NXT, and Raw and SmackDown. But right now, let's hang out with Bobby. Now entering the Squared Circle Pit. Uh, a a dude that represents metal and pro wrestling to the fullest, making him perfect for the show got Bobby from Black Craft Cult. Thank you for coming on the show
1: Bobby. Thanks for having me man.
0: Uh, Now dude you are doing something that many many wrestling fans dream of doing but very few actually act on which is you are promoting your own wrestling show (laughs) Yes we are yeah, uh, it's called uh, Black Craft Wrestling. The first show is Burning Bridges, and it is this Friday, right?
1: Yeah, man. This Friday, um, we have a we have a pre-show that kicks off at six o'clock, um, which I think you guys are hosting, right?
0: Yeah, we're you know, gonna be we're, we're gonna be uh, streaming that on our Facebook page, for awesome, sure, man. So you yeah. can check that out. And uh, yep. yeah, you got some legit kick-ass names on here. You got. Johnny Blackcraft, the former John Morrison from WWE and he's on impact Jimmy havoc Brody King the three of them are going to be in a in a triple threat for the for the blackcraft championship Now are you gonna have like a really satanic world title?
1: <laughs> yeah man we actually we actually uh we we only showcased uh, one belt and we did uh, the heavyweight mm-hmm. and actually Doug Bradley who is uh, the pinhead character actually revealed it. Um, So that's on our Instagram. You can see that. But we're going to hold off for the other two, uh, for the tag belt and the women's belt uh, for night of.
0: That's awesome. I'll post that on the on the episode page for this. And uh, also another dude you have on the show who is maybe the hottest guy on the Indies right now at age 50. PCO Pierre Carl. People don't some people don't realize this is the dude who used to be the Quebecer. (laughs) He's fucking killing it right now.
1: Dude, he is killing it, and you know, I haven't had the, uh, I haven't met him yet, but uh, my, my video dudes have because we filmed some promos with him, mm-hmm. and uh, just just how hungry he is, man, and how creative he is, and he's just been so awesome to work with. So like, dude, we have such a cool like gimmick with him, you know, for the show. So I'm super excited for everyone to see that. It's gonna be fucking awesome.
0: That's great. So let let's just take a, a step back. You know, you're doing Blackcraft Cult, a very successful. Uh, i don't want to say merch like a fashion line i guess would be the appropriate term
1: clothing brand clothing brand there we go that's yeah yeah, clothing that's
0: that's a much better one yeah and i mean like i love the shirts and and obviously you're you're a lifelong wrestling fan how did the idea come about to start promoting shows
1: dude you know i've i I turned 30 this month and you know i i grew up on the uh attitude era you know stone cold steve austin was like Mm -hmm. my jam you know um that dude, I just thought was the coolest thing. And, and then, you know, I just kind of fell in love with wrestling. Right. I, I just thought it was a, it was such a great form of entertainment. And it, it, I don't know, man, just, you get lost in it, you know, so any problems you have in life or any stress you kind of, you, it all goes away for those three hours when you're watching wrestling, you know? And um, I, I just always thought it was such a great concept. And then uh, you know, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the guys from the WWE. Uh, my, my ex fiance was, is uh, Rosa Mendez uh, who was, you know, she's been with, she's been with the company for 10 plus years. We're going to get to and, that. <laughs> uh, what, what's that?
0: I said, oh, I was, I was going to ask you about that. Well, not about, you know, uh, the relationship, but just about being on a uh, total divas, but we'll get to that in a little bit, but go, go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, but you know what, man, I, I, uh, I was around, you know, a lot of, a lot of the guys and traveling a lot. And a lot of the, a lot of the guys wear the stuff like Seth Rollins rocks it. You know, we, we did a collaboration with Baron Corbin. Um, we're doing some stuff with Chris Jericho. Uh, we do stuff with page. Like, so they all ended up becoming super good friends of mine. And, uh, dude, I just, I don't know, man, I just fell in love with the business and so many guys from like ring of honor. We worked with, do you know, Marty from, uh, the bullet club?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I, I follow
1: everything. So <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Dude, We've, we've, we've had the honor of working with him and like, you know, I'm, I'm just starting to look at this and I would go to all these WWE events and I'm like, dude, there's so much black craft at WWE and like, I love wrestling, you know, like I'm like, okay, I never wrestled and, and I don't, you know, I know fashion and clothing, but I, I don't know, you know, how to book a show or whatever. So I actually end up reaching out to some super solid writers of mine that have a promotion uh, that's been doing it for about seven years and, and with some help from, you know, some guys that are, uh, that work with some of the companies are kind of helping me out, put piece together things. And I'm like, dude, i'm gonna take a shot at this because i i really wanted to combine like i love wrestling i love music and i love horror movies you know and i think wrestling like speaks to like black Crafts demographic you know like there's so there's so many people out there that love heavy metal or love music and love horror and wrestling i'm like man what what like there's nothing out there that combines all three like why not do that you know
0: yeah, so, I talk about it on my yeah. show all the time. Like, that's kind of the reason I wanted to start the show. is just I started just to, like, talk to metal dudes about pro wrestling. Uh, like, I got Scott from Neurosis, Corey Taylor, and, like, all these dudes, like, are wrestling fans. I'm like, man, it'd be cool to talk to them. So I was like, oh, I should just start a podcast about it. But when I did this, yeah. what's crazy is the I did not expect the amount of feedback positive that I got from our audience the metal injection audience about how big wrestling fans they are and the crossover is huge and it, it makes sense you know the attitude era was built on a heavy metal soundtrack you know and even now Absolutely. i mean they obviously have hip-hop uh, represented as well but there's a ton of metal riffage in entrance themes
1: nowadays yep yep for sure man I'm I'm excited. So uh, yeah, really so that's cool. I think that's
0: show. yeah, I think that's really smart that you're you you're not doing the quote unquote money mark thing of just thinking you can handle everything all on your own, and you're bringing in people with the expertise yeah. that know what they're doing, which is you know super smart.
1: Absolutely, man. Because it's not all about you know it's not all about me. I want this to be like a very successful company, not just like you know uh, we do one or two shows and that's it. Like I want this thing to grow and evolve, and I would love to land like a TV deal with this. I mean. I think with the talent we have and the vision you know especially just having doug bradley be like one of our main roles I and mean, he's such a a massive icon you know um so it's such an honor to work with him and, and combining all this man i i don't know i i just I, i'm i'm placing you know we have all the right people on on the uh behind the scenes so i i think this we will have a good shot at it i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah and that's this friday on and you you know if you're not in the pittsburgh area you could you're going to be streaming this whole thing on ipay-per-view right
1: yeah dude it's just uh, if you go to blackcraftwrestling.com uh you could buy the ipay-per-view for 10 bucks and uh it'll live up there it'll live up there forever too so like you know we're, we're going to try to create like a network at some point too um and uh that's go that great route.
0: so what yep. what in life hit you first was it the heavy metal or the pro wrestling
1: Oh man. Oh geez. That was kind of for sure, man. It's almost like at the same time. Right. <laughs> um, I would say wrestling hit me first, you know, cause I was really young watching that I, yeah. you know, and then I got into like the Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie and Black Sabbath and Alice Cooper and kind of that whole world, you know? And then from there I started diving down, like bleeding through, I grew up in like with like bleeding through 18 visions, uh, like, bands like that you know yeah of course um and then i just kind of you know wormhole to find you know event sevenfold a tree like all those kind of bands and then from there man i just fell in love with it but i would say wrestling first for sure because i remember being a real little kid and, and going to a show with my dad when i was probably like seven
0: do you remember your your first wrestling memory Your first for like uh,
1: <laughs> dude, dude it was it was a paper it was a pay-per-view in pittsburgh i just don't remember which one it was but i was there whenever uh nick man kind of got thrown off the uh was that hell in a cell I oh that was. so king of the ring yeah the famous king, king of the ring 20 years what, ago what year was that yeah was that like, yeah it was about 20 years ago yep 98 yeah, yeah, yeah. about like yeah that, yeah i'd have been about 10 or so that's
0: <laughs> that's quite a great uh first memory that <laughs> one of the most yeah, man. famous spots in the world in, in in you know the history of pro wrestling
1: right there for sure man uh, yep. That's cool. So you
0: said uh, you know you you were hanging around the scene. What what was like the biggest kind of thing that you were like? Whoa! I didn't expect this when when starting to like hang out with with some of the wrestlers because I know you're you're friends with a bunch of those dudes.
1: Um, you know what, dude? I, I knew that there. I, I talk about this with uh, you know Colby, who is Seth Rollins, right? I talked about it all the time. I, I go, bro. I know you guys work. I know you guys like work hard. You know, but right. I actually had no idea. <laughs> how fucking hard you guys work you know what I mean man like I like there's hard work and then these dudes put in like uh 10 times I I, dude the the amount of like just their work ethic is so inspiring to me you know like whenever I feel tired or whatever I'm like nah I'm not tired you know you got Seth Rollins (laughs) somewhere working out right now 4 a.m. after he just wrestled uh an hour and a half match you know what I mean and just flew six hours so like I'm not tired like it, their their work ethic, man, and, and just how they are is so. It really blew me away. Like I'm like, okay, these dudes definitely work out and they're in shape, you know. But just yeah. their mindset and, and their mentality is just awesome, dude. And like that's the level I want to get on, you know. For it's sure. so true.
0: I think about that all the time too, because it's like you know, I went to I'm in New York, so I just went to Barclays for some of the shows, and it's like you you show up to a show and then it's done, and you go home, and and you get to be in your bed with your family, you know, like whatever. These guys have to like either drive to the airport or or drive six hours to the next town and then try to get in a workout, wake up, get in another workout. You know, you gotta gotta work on your physical appearance, maybe get a tan or- Eat healthy. Yeah, and eat (laughs) healthy on the road. It's so, there's there's so much work that goes into it that you just don't see that isn't the 15 minutes in the ring, cutting a promo or doing a match, you know, which in itself is so
1: demanding. For sure when you have millions of people watching you you know it's like yeah i mean mentally physically everything the the those guys are so strong it's it's crazy man
0: and uh you mentioned it earlier but you were you you used to date or used to be engaged to rosa mendez and i remember you were on total divas and uh it, it was a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine to watch that show and it was it, it was uh cool to see you on there and my favorite storyline genuinely was when her mother was coming and there was, there was a whole thing about the religion of, of your baby to be. And and you were just adamant about how you were an atheist, which I thought was, was great. (laughs) And it was just like, yeah. Uh, uh, but like, uh, how much of that was like what you guys were really going through and how much of it was kind of like exaggerated for the cameras.
1: Oh dude, it was a hundred percent what we were going through, you know, her mom, um, is is batshit crazy religious, you know? Um, and I am the way I am, right? So it's like putting water and oil together, right? They're just not going to mix. Right. Um,
0: you so wore like some very one satanic one. shirt when you when you when you first met her or something, right? Like, I
1: think, yeah, I, I can't remember. I, yeah. You know what, dude? I think I think I just had the pentagram shirt on. It just said "Black Craft, Believe in Yourself," and her right, mom right. was like freaking out. And I was like, what the hell is your mom freaking out? I don't understand, because I didn't really know that her mom was like, crazy religious, you know? Yeah, until, yeah. Until that same day, uh, my friend uh, wanted to get these crystals, and we walked into a crystal store, and her mom's like, I can't go in there. I was like, oh, did something, what happened? I thought something happened in there, so I thought, like, you know? <laughs> right, like, right, oh, that's has history. That's, that's satanic. I started laughing, like I thought she was joking, but she wasn't. I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting ride, you know? I was like, have you told her about me like not believing in God? <laughs> you know, like those <laughs> kind of things. So, right, right. So, you know, it's funny because the timing of all this is right when we got the call that we'll be on Total Divas. And I was like, well, these storylines should be pretty funny, you know? I'm sure yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good footage. So, yeah, <laughs> man, I mean, all that stuff was real, you know? I mean, everything we filmed on Divas that I've done was, was real to a T. And uh, it, was a, it was a great show, man. You know, so many people actually come up to me and they're like, it's always a guilty pleasure. I'm like, dude i love the show yeah you know, I, it's, it's I was so gonna great. say it
0: started as a guilty pleasure for me now it's just
1: yeah, a yeah. pleasure <laughs> I, i'm into it's it. it's a great show man yeah it's yeah. a great show the girls work their ass off just as hard as the guys like we were saying earlier and it's cool to see it, have them have an outlet because you know Paige is you know she's like a sister to me one of my best friends and uh so like i don't know man it, it, it's just cool to see everyone winning i love it
0: uh yeah and it's funny you mentioned that because you know you're, you're like oh i was just wearing like some pentagram shirt sometimes being a metalhead or something like we're so desensitized to this imagery For sure. uh, that like yep. you kind of need to be called out on to be like oh I could see how people like uh, uh, some band put out a shirt and it was basically like a giant Charles Manson print on the front of it and uh, right. like I was just mindlessly wearing, like you know I just picked out a random black shirt out of my thing and I was at a barbecue and this this guy who you know I have great rapport with and I uh, was just like an acquaintance with was like is, are you wearing that ironically or do you like believe in what he was doing or whatever? And I'm, i had to just like even look down to see what I was wearing. And I was like, Oh no, I don't, <laughs> i it's just a shirt, <laughs> you know?
1: Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And- it's like our, it's like our health Satan drink coffee tea. You know, people get so offended by that. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what, what's offensive about it? You know? And then I forget that people are like really religious and that sends them off the rails you know yeah they take it they take
0: it seriously whereas like (laughs) for us it's a joke
1: freak out right correct uh
0: how did you like what what was the the basis of starting a black craft cult because i think you guys put out really cool products and that you know i love that you guys have the wide variety of like more subtle kind of goth type imagery and then just straight up satanic in your face yeah yeah stuff so how did that
1: come about you know what dude i was i was working for a lot of bands back in the day you know i was drum teching guitar teching doing merch Uh, i was playing in bands and i I just loved i just loved meeting kids and hearing their stories and especially when i I was doing merch for bands or when i was playing in bands you know so many kids would be like you know that your band inspired me this or you know the band i'd be working for inspired me to do this man i'm like man there's such a cool connection with 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 these kids and i can relate to a lot of them you know like coming from a weird town and being the outcast and blah blah i was like, man it'd be so cool to create a clothing line that you know with with my beliefs and and kind of like you know our slogan create your own future believe in yourself you know i live by that every day i, I feel like man i feel like so many people can relate to that you know mm-hmm. and i'm like it it, it kind of it's kind of like the wrestling thing dude like you know there was other brands out there when we started but i was, I was like I don't know. This is something that I want to wear and do, and, and no one's doing it. And you know, my business partner and I, Jim, we we did it, and that's just kind of how it really started. And it's funny because when I'm telling you that, it's kind of exactly why I started wrestling, right? It's like it's already been done. It's like we're reinventing the wheel, but it's not what I would. It's not what I want. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm just gonna create it, and, and yeah. hopefully, you know, everyone else sees my vision and, and it catches on.
0: And like uh, with the wrestling, like right now, I would say. Uh, is the best time to do it because you already have like an audience built in with Blackcraft, like with your brand and i feel like there is such a high demand now for independent pro wrestling like in new york i feel like every weekend there is a top of the line indie wrestling show in the sense of like there will be two or three matches with like big national names it's almost like kind of we're back to the territory days uh of like the 80s that you would hear about uh but like with these with these indie promotions now and as opposed to there being like an nwa governing body it's just true independent contractors going from town to town working these spots
1: yep 100 percent and that's the thing too man with with our promotion um you know we're we're doing we're doing a massive production like we're doing proper lighting proper staging proper sound um you know proper writers we're, we're we're going we're going all out with it because i want it to be i, I want to provide like the best entertainment that we could do right now you know yeah um so we're putting a lot of heart and soul into this man it's been you know it, it's been like six months in the making of this so friday is going to be uh a lot of stress relief after the show for sure stress <laughs> I'm sure really- stress will arise, <laughs> but, but it, you know i can't wait. yeah a big <laughs> exhale
0: once you get done with your first show because then at least You know what to do and what not to do for the next time. Yeah, Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. So, so
0: has it just been six months, or like, have you had the idea for longer and really just started acting on it six months ago?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I've had the idea for probably a good solid two years. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a lot of planning it out and mapping it out in my head and and seeing what we could do with this. Because you know, I didn't want to just come out with something and throw together a good card, and and that was kind of it. You know, I wanted to make sure our storylines. You know, we wrote them out for the next six months and. Make sure the roster, make sure we have a roster and, you know, oh, okay. what, so that's what cool. our game plan is with bands. Yeah, I mean, we're really going to go for it. I mean, it's, it, it's a full, like, it's already mapped out and planned, you know? Right. It's so, not
0: just a collection of matches. There's going to be, like, consequences and, and story progression, you're saying, that will continue on following for shows. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah, That's and, really cool.
1: Yeah, man. And, and actually, what no one knows yet, uh, I'll say here first, what's going to be really cool is, uh, we're running pay-per-views every other month, right? So August we have our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, September we do not have a show, and then October fifth we are doing the um, or, we're doing a show in Orange County, California. Mm-hmm. So, and then November we're off, right? And then December we're doing the Every Time I Die Christmas show. Um, but what's what's cool about the months that we're off is we are shooting miniseries. We've been shooting miniseries, so very like American Horror Story kind of style, and they're going to be like short horror. Uh, series and it's going to tell backstories to like Doug Bradley's preacher character and the cult and all these different wrestlers so I, I think that'll be really cool um, Nice. so
0: like the the kind of theme of the promotion that I'm what I'm gathering is it's it's kind of going to be like a horror promotion like there's going to be a horror sure. bend to, to for the sure. that's cool
1: yeah man I think, I think it'll go over well It's that's the kind of the I'm just trying to bridge the gap between music horror and wrestling and I think we're going to I just want to make sure we could execute that, you know, before we really started to do this because that was the entire vision, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel, you know. Yeah, uh, and and, and it's something. About it,
0: yeah, it's something nobody is really doing. Like Lucha Underground is kind of doing some some sort of stuff in that lane, but they're much more broad with their you know they'll have, sure. they'll have one horror storyline and then one more supernatural one and, and and whatnot so but yeah the market is definitely like this is the perfect time i feel like especially you know a few weeks ago ring of honor new japan sold out madison square garden which just shows you how big non-mainstream pro wrestling is there's like a hungry audience there wanting more product like a few you know 15 years ago there were two major promotions why why can't yep. it be uh something close like at this point wwe is like you know, whole other level. They're fucking Microsoft. For they're sure. they're Apple. You know, for like sure. you can't really get right. there, but you can certainly carve out a, a cool niche, cool niche for yourself.
1: For sure, man. And I think that's what we're doing. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. You know, Hot Topic uh, is behind us on this. They uh, they they're carrying all their, all of our wrestling merch in all the stores. Uh, I think two or three shirts right now. So that's super cool to have them behind this all, as well.
0: That's great. And and you mentioned every time I die, you have Andy wrestling for you. Andy's one of my favorite people in the world yeah, it's dude, kind of he's the best how cool is it to be able to to book band dudes not that he's just a band dude he's been training pro wrestling for a few years now but to, to do wrestling yeah, oh,
1: dude it's it, it's it's the coolest thing ever right i mean every time i die growing up i mean every you know listen to them, that hot damn record i think i've had to play that record maybe sixty thousand times you know maybe <laughs> yeah, more it's part. a classic at this point um but to have him you know wrestle for us dude is just fucking awesome And he's been so rad and we've actually you know he, he's been doing some stuff with us over the summer with the bands warp tour we were on it um we put out a shirt with him so yeah it's just it's just cool man it's just cool to see the vision come together with the with the music and wrestling and, and it's we're really bringing it to life
0: that's cool and you said you there's going to be bands uh how is that like what's the situation what's the like, is it a other bands playing while the wrestling is on, or is it in between
1: matches? No. So what we're doing, man, is we have a pre-show, and every every pay-per-view, what we're doing is we're not really going to. I mean, maybe some pay-per-views, but for a majority of them, we're going to use a lot of unsigned artists because we're trying to help unsigned artists get uh, get found. Mm-hmm. So we're using this band out of New York City called Heroes, which they're incredible. Um, they did our theme song, and, and the guys are awesome, and the band is. I, I don't understand how they're not signed you know I, i've saved, i've been doing a lot of interviews and i keep saying that but they're so good um so they're kicking off our pre-show uh doors are at 5:30. they play at six o'clock um they're gonna be performing three or four songs and then we go into some dark matches you know for the for the pre-show that you guys will be hosting um and uh then we go to the we go to the main event we go to the main card at seven and uh, after the main event ends around tenish, uh, the band, the other band, start performing, which is falling in reverse. They'll, they'll perform a couple songs, and then uh, that's it, man. That's the night.
0: That's awesome. I think that's a that's a great idea and a cool cool uh, integration of, of the music and the and, and and wrestling, which is something that you know has a long tradition in wrestling. Whether it was Motorhead playing WrestleMania, you know, or like Kiss being on Nitro. I don't know if yeah. you were... Uh, See, what, what was your yeah. favorite... Do you have a, a memorable metal performance on wrestling?
1: Yep. Limp Bizkit, uh, WrestleMania.
0: Oh, oh, when they played Undertaker. Yeah,
1: that was... I think that was... Was that Seattle? I forget where that was. I, can't I forget I that think was, it was but,
0: 19.
1: Yeah, my, yeah, that was Seattle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, yep, yeah, that performance was so sick, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People were saying they wanted <laughs> the American badass Undertaker to come back this year for WrestleMania i don't yeah. know like I, for me it was just like why <laughs> that character like you wanted him to go away after a while you know like the the demon undertaker if you will like is such a cooler character
1: for sure man uh, yeah uh, i don't know man i think everything wwe does is awesome mm-hmm. you know straight up like i think the storylines are great
0: uh i don't I know mean, the man. production just is sucked, just next
1: level yeah it's just insane i've i've it's something I dream of having one day, you know, for sure. Uh, I just respect what they do so much. Who were some of
0: your who, who, some of your guys uh, growing up? Who were some of your favorite wrestlers?
1: Stone Cold, dude. It was like I didn't care about anybody else, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know what it was, but I was just, like, obsessed with Stone Cold. It, it, him, him and uh, Vince McMahon, you know, do, like, their dynamic, you know, I just thought was, like, so special. And then, obviously, you know, I loved The Undertaker and Kane when they were, like, tag teaming and man, uh, mankind. Um, Bret Hart was so sick Shawn Michaels uh, I think I had every Degeneration X Suck It shirt you could possibly have um, But yeah I don't know man <laughs> I just love the whole Attitude Era I agree mean, and just, I feel you know, like Paul the writing
0: Ryer, like The writing in that point was so good Like I even go back and watch now Like every week's episode kind of Plays into the next week's play And like knowing where it's going It's like wow this one little thing yeah. Sets something off three months from now too it's So they were so yeah. on their shit
1: Yep. And that's what we're trying to. We're trying to give it that. We're trying to be on top of our shit. And we're also trying to give it that 90s attitude, era slash ECW kind of vibe to it. You know, we're we're not going to be, you know, PG or G, obviously. Yeah. uh, But we're obviously not going to be rated R. But, you know, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to push the boundaries just like BlackRock Cult does. So that's cool, man. Kind of the same thing. And
0: let me, like, being that you were a wrestling fan and then we're getting into rock and metal and, and Marilyn Manson and all this stuff. When you discovered ECW, how much of your shit like like this is my shit you know right
1: oh dude yeah i lost my shit you know I, when, I, when i was like this is my shit you know but i was also like i'm such a brand loyalty dude you know That mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. also was like oh it's not wwf you know at, at that time i was like it's not wwf so i can't like love like i like held myself back from like loving it you know what i mean I was yeah like, wwf or, or bust you know but when i saw ucw the inside of me was like oh shit this is really good and i can't believe i'm denying myself on how good this is you know but i remember like my buddy would order the pay-per-views and we would go to his house and stuff like that so um it was a trip man yeah absolutely
0: awesome well thank you so much uh bobby for for hopping on the phone with me i know you must be going through a million things with the show this weekend and uh uh, i i'm looking forward to it i will definitely be watching and, and uh you know, like, like, like you mentioned, this the pre-show is going to be streaming on our Facebook page, facebook.com mm-hmm. slash metal injection. And uh, once, like, once again, going through some of the wrestlers that are going to be fighting here, Johnny Blackcraft, Jimmy Havoc, Brody King, Soraya Knight, which is awesome. Uh, Chris Dickinson, Pierre uh, You're going to have, I just saw KTB. I never heard of him until this Joey Janela show. And he absolutely murdered that that one kid. He's great, He's <laughs> Marcos. Great. That was awesome. That was great. So yeah, it's cool yep. that the uh, you got Ty of Valkyrie here. Lots of cool people: Cortez Castro, a few that honestly I don't uh, recognize. So it's cool to to learn about all these new indie wrestlers because the scene is so strong. Right oh, and you got Matt Cross in here as well. Andy Williams, yep. Butcher in the Blade. So lots of cool stuff. Blackcraftwrestling.com is the website for the Blackcraft stuff. Any other things you'd like to uh, plug really quick?
1: No, man, that, that's all good. I I, uh, I really appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, man. Good luck with the show.
1: Thanks, man. Look, Thank you.
0: Awesome talking to Bobby. Really cool that he's uh, trying something pretty cool with Blackcraft Cult Wrestling. I'm gonna be excited to watch the show this Friday. I have been watching so much wrestling this month. Uh, Right after the G1 tournament was this big weekend from WWE. And it was a big weekend for me of attending shows live. I did not go to SummerSlam. But I did go to NXT TakeOver. And that was a really, really fun show to see live. I highly recommend if you have a chance to go to NXT TakeOver. You take up that opportunity. Because uh, they're two and a half hours. (laughs) All the wrestling is good. And, and it's just a fun time. It's a more fun crowd, a crowd that wants to participate in the right way. There's No, uh, see a punk chance, nothing dumb like that. You know, it, it was a fun crowd. And uh, I started with as good a nosebleed seat as you're gonna get, which is like dead center. So the ring was like right down there. It was kind of the point of view, the perspective that I had was sort of that of like a Nintendo video game like WrestleMania the Arcade game it was like that kind of point of view, or like an old old uh, you know, 8-bit video game. But it was really, really cool to see all the production, like WWE's on another level, but also just looking at the referee and how the referee is kind of uh, like the point person in giving stage cues to wrestlers at the end of matches. Like I noticed when the ref was like, "All right, you can calm down. We're at replay," and then when we come back from replay, you gotta, you gotta raise the belt or whatever, you know. So that was really cool to see. And uh, halfway through the show, you know, once the uh, security's a little lax, we headed on down to the 100s as as you do. I feel as you should try to do at least, <laughs> and happened to find some seats. Uh, some really good seats and watch the second half of the show. And I really, uh, personally, my favorite match of the show was Adam Cole versus Ricochet. It was the best match with the most exciting athleticism and drama. And uh, Ricochet, in general, is, I would argue, probably my favorite wrestler, you know, in the world. And has been one of my favorites for the last few years. So, always great to see him. And Adam Cole is just like a modern Shawn Michaels are, are just a great guy who can have great matches with basically anybody and those two killed it with great spots great drama, and I was completely shocked that Ricochet won and uh, because the other Undisputed Arrow match which was also probably the second best match of the night with Undisputed Arrow versus Mustache Mountain was a fantastic opener and while I totally thought Undisputed Arrow was going to win titles. That was my prediction. Uh, there were still points in the match where I'm like, oh wait, are they going to actually lose the title? You know, I totally bought into it. It was fantastic. The main event, I liked the ending in how in how much it pissed so many people in the arena off because it was such a great heel ending. But I, these matches that Gargano and Ciampa have, I kind of have a hard time getting into them because there's just too much setting up and like I don't know, the selling isn't there and they kind of just lose me but I, I, I'm into the storyline I, I hope at least their next match is like a wrestling match like I know they're in in the part of their feud where it's a blood feud but you know I'd, I'd rather they leave the weapons out of this next one and, and you know have a match where they don't cut up the ring and expose the wood did not go to SummerSlam I thought SummerSlam was a better than expected show. I was pleasantly surprised that it was over before eleven fifteen. That was great. Uh, if I were to pick the best match or my favorite match of the night, I guess it would have to be AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm not a fan of a TQ finish, but it made sense in this match. And I, I really liked the ending and... How fired up AJ was and we went into the crowd and then his daughter just unknowingly with the great line about how her dad is bleeding and uh, that was cool but what kind of sucked about it is the match right before it, it was New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers also ended in TQ. That was whatever. <laughs> there were way too many matches. I thought the demon coming back was cool, and I'm glad that match was two seconds because at that point i only wanted to see a two second i didn't want to see a long baron Corbin match but also i don't understand why kevin owens was just completely jobbed out to braun strowman like why even have that match uh and as far as the main event of that show i thought it was brilliant what they did with bringing out braun and kind of getting the crowd hyped on something to distract them long enough for Roman to win the title without the crowd crapping on the match. And uh, I thought it was hilarious when they just cut away as soon as he was crowned the champion before the crowd would start booing because Roman wasn't because ca- uh, Braun wasn't cashing in. Uh, oh, I thought actually the uh, tag team title match was pretty good until it got to the DQ. which Pissed me off. I, I didn't really dig that. Let's see what other ma- the women's matches. I loved Becky's. I guess it is now a heel turn, but it really seemed like a heel turn to me. I don't think the crowd is going to be booing her. I think they, they crowd kind of sides with her on this whole. The crowd finds her point of view more relatable than Charlotte's point, of view, which if it within the confines of the story they're saying is that face, of view, but I'm, I'm glad they're doing something cool with Becky. I thought Ronda Rousey's match was great. It was all it needed to be. And it makes sense that she's the women's champion going into the Evolution pay-per-view, and the rumor is that she's going to be facing Nikki Bella in the main event, which, alright, I mean, I guess they're the two biggest female stars in WWE. I just hope they uh, work out a good match and we get something fun. But that would not be the Ronda Rousey match I would have wanted evolution but we'll see what this what goes on what they end up doing we got a lot of big shows we got hell in the cell next month we got evolution and we got that australia show oh and then i went i went to raw i was at raw live and it was if you're gonna go to a raw the raw for SummerSlam is a great raw to go to because there's always something big happening and uh while i i enjoyed it the crowd was pretty cool for the most part i guess the Lashley Baron Corbin match lost them, and they started the seeing Punk and I was just rolling my eyes at that, but I really liked the opening promo, and I loved the ending. I was totally into the mat, the main event, great main event, and then with Braun coming out, I was just on the edge of my seat. And then the Shield came out, and it felt like uh, you know I was twelve again, marking out about like what the hell is going on? This is
1: crazy. <laughs>
0: So, Raw was, was really good, and I really enjoyed SmackDown, and I feel like SmackDown has been a really strong show, and the stronger of the two shows every week. So, that was really cool, and I think it's cool that the New Day Air Tag Champs again, because the rumor is that Eric Rowan has a bicep injury, so he's gonna be out for a little bit. Uh, where they go from here? I'm, I don't know, but I'm kind of into it. I'm glad that Brock finally lost the title. We can finally move on, we can have Cool angles, And I feel in general felt like WWE storylines were in a holding pattern uh, from WrestleMania to SummerSlam. So I hope we could finally move on and get some fresh angles. I hope you can move on from the entertainment that you've acquired from listening to the Square Circle Pit. As always, thank you so much for listening. It's Rob at Rob Injection on all social media. And you can, of course, follow Square Circle Pit on Twitter at Squared Circle Pit. No E in circle in that one. And we're on Facebook as well. Give us a little search and catch you another time for another episode of the Squared Circle Pits.